Sometimes you can't please everyone, and sometimes you can't please anyone, and sometimes you just fuck up. Yes, you do. Sometimes you just fuck up. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Useless Motivation. My name is Barney Barn Barn, your host. And what we're going to do in these podcasts is episode by episode, we are going to not help you reach your goals. We are not going to give you any daily affirmation. We are not going to tell you to think positive. We're not going to give you hope about the meaning of life because what we like to say here at useless motivation is that life is meaningless. So you might as well make the best of it. So that is basically the focus of this podcast. And it's really just going to be me kind of babbling because I don't really know what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I've gotten myself motivated enough to actually plug in this microphone and start talking to you, but that's about it. That's about all I got. So where do we start? Um, My name is Barney, as I said, and I am a film editor in New York. And, you know, I've just decided, you know, before I started this podcast, I listened to some motivational podcasts. I listened to some really cheesy ones. I listened to ones, you know, for like salespeople. And it's funny because most of them were complete and utter horseshit. And... You know, and they're full of that kind of fake American salesmanship that, you know, has been deconstructed, you know, by plays like Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller and stuff. And, you know, in movies like Fargo. But every now and then a couple of these podcasts would have a little something and I would go, yeah, maybe I should do that. You know, like one of them was like, oh, you know, you should have a morning routine. And I'm here to tell you, let me just, from the get-go, let me let you know, I'm not here to tell you to do a morning routine. I'm here to tell you, do whatever you want. The world is a cold, dark place. The universe is a void. There is no eternity. There is no afterlife. I'm a big old atheist. You know, I respect your belief if you have some kind of belief. But chances are, you know, as a cynical atheist, this really is all we have. So when I talk about useless motivation, and this is not demotivation, I don't want to unmotivate anybody because what life is, in my humble but correct opinion, is it's everything. Like So every moment of every day when you get up, that is what is. So whether you lie in bed and decide to turn on the TV and eat bonbons and surf the internet and just scream at people on Twitter, that that's, I don't want to say that's fine because it's probably not a good life choice, but it, it is, you know, I mean, that's the big thing is that life just is, you know, and as somebody who's, you know, had an up and down life myself, I've been very privileged in many ways, which I won't even get into. Um, 
been very fortunate in many ways, living in the richest country, um, being born middle class and, you know, having a lot of opportunity in life, but also having blown opportunity, having started companies that didn't work, having a lot of death and disease in my family and substance abuse and uh, having to deal with a lot of that kind of stuff. So I'm not here to tell you that things are good or bad. I'm here to tell you that things just are. They really just are. And here's, here's my other message that I want to give you. You won't be happy. You're not going to be happy. The goal that a lot of us Americans seem to reach out for is like, well, how can I get past, you know, my negative thinking? You're not going to get past your negative thinking unless, you know, you download yourself into a computer someday and do some matrix thing and completely shed your human instincts. And the fact is that as human animals, we have been born into millions of years of evolution that have taught us to think negatively. There's maybe some of you have heard of it. There's a thing called a uh, negativity bias. Um, it's something we all have. It's, it's a cognitive distortion that makes us assume the worst of the worst. Like the reason when you open the newspaper or you know, open, no one opens the fucking newspaper. When you, at uh, you know, turn on the internet, turn on the TV, open your Twitter feed and there's so much negativity coming at you. I mean, of course, we elected a fucking clown as president as of this recording, which is um, April of 2019. Um, so there is a lot of negative stuff out there. But the fact that we're in the sort of negative mindset, especially with social media and the internet, is because that is how we are wired. Like, the fact of the matter is, if you actually look at history right now, to be born today is so much more advantageous than being born just 50 or 100 years ago, not to mention 200 years ago. So the fact is, like, even the worst life someone could have today, probably, not 100%, but probably is a better life than most people had a few hundred years ago. You know, so... I'm not saying this to make you go, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to be happy. No, you're not going to be happy now. You're not going to be satisfied. You're not going to get to a point of spiritual enlightenment because it doesn't exist. Now, that might sound negative, but to me, that's really positive because it's like, oh, this is as good as it gets. Not making a reference to a Jack Nicholson film from the 90s, but maybe I am. My point is, if I have one, that focusing on getting better or making life have some kind of goal is a waste of time. It's not going to happen. So what can you do in the meantime? You can enjoy the moment that you're in. Like, think about a time when you, like, sprained an ankle, right? Everyone sprained an ankle, turned an ankle, running, playing basketball, just tripping on the... Goddamn streets of New York. So think about think about the pain you had. Think about when you you know had you had to ice it, and they're like, "Oh, should I go get an X-ray?" It's like, oh, "Do I have insurance?" I don't know. I'm just gonna put it up. What do they say? Rice, you know, rest and ice. It's like, 
All right. And to think about the pain and you're like, oh, my God, and you're limping around just to get to the fridge. All right. So think about that pain in your ankle. Okay. Now, watch this again. I'm going to do a magic trick. You guys ready? Here's a magic trick. Your ankle's fine. Right? Is your ankle hurting right now? I mean, maybe someone's listening to this and they actually do have a sprained ankle, so fuck them. But everybody else who doesn't have a sprained ankle, you were just thinking about how, what horrible pain you were once in when you sprained your ankle, but now your ankle's fine. So think about how good your ankle feels right now. Or maybe you had a bad shoulder once. Think how good your shoulder feels right now. That's, the, the motivation is your body is not in pain. <laughs> that, you know, if it's not, maybe your body is. But think, there must be some part of your body that is not in pain right now. Because if you were in total traction, you wouldn't be listening to my stupid podcast. So think about the fact that some kind of misery you had is not happening right now. And you can you can apply this to mental situations too, whether it's, you know, an emotional breakup, a death, you know, grief. And I'm going to talk a lot about death and grief in this podcast. Not directly. I'm not going to bore you with my stories and depress you. Um, but just, you know, I have a theory that all artwork and creative work is actually about how we deal with death and grief and our own mortality. But let's not go there. Put a pin in that for a second. And where was I? Think about, think about the fact that, you know, so we did the sprained ankle thing. So think about the fact that you, you had, you know, you lost a job once or someone made you mad or you got in a fight or somebody died. And think about how horrible that felt. Now, the pain from those kind of things, especially stuff like grief, doesn't completely go away, as we all know. But you're not in the throes of whatever emotional state fucked you up. You're not in the throes of that now. At this moment, you're listening to this silly podcast and me being this counterintuitive motivational speaker. So if you think about that and you think, huh, my ankle feels all right. Oh, I'm not mad at so-and-so who I was mad at a couple years ago. Oh, I'm not, you know... I'm not mad at my ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or non-binary person that I was in a relationship with. So you think about all this stuff, and it and it, it it's not a comfort. It's not even a cold comfort. Don't I'm not. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not slipping into actual motivation. I'm just pointing out that the goal in life, aside from the fact that there should be no goals, don't have any goals. But we're kind of goal-seeking animals. In the same way, we're negative-seeking animals. So you're going to keep looking for goals. And every time you look for the goal, come back to the goal of things aren't fucked up right now. A lion is not trying to eat me right now. I'm not being kicked out of my apartment right now. I'm, I don't have a sprained ankle right now. I'm not, at this moment, arguing with somebody or breaking up with somebody or having... A problem with somebody. Now, what if you are? Okay. Switch your focus. Think about your unsprained ankle if you're having an argument with somebody. Or if you're not having an argument some, with somebody. Uh, wait, wait, switch that up. <laughs> I screwed that up. 
So if you're having an argument with somebody, stop focusing on that argument. Walk away, turn off the email, whatever, hang up the phone, whatever, however you're, you're having a confrontation with somebody. Turn that off and think about how your shoulder feels good. Think about how your mom is still alive and, you know, she was sick a couple years ago and she beat cancer and, like, you know, you got to see her at Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Think about that. So, you know, and you can flip it the other way. Let's say you are having an art. Let's say you've twisted your ankle and your ankle really hurts. Think about how, oh, well, you know, you're... Your friend called and got you the ice and helped take care of it. Don't focus on the pain of the ankle. Don't focus on the pain that you're in. And and that's an actual like effort you have to make to not think about the negative thing, whether it's psychological, physical, emotional, spiritual, to not think about the negative thing is something that's really hard for us to do. I had an epiphany, realized. I'm, I've been a hypochondriac most of my life. I've gone through a lot of shit the last few years where it's kind of ebbed and I, I don't worry about it as much as I used to. And I'm getting older and I'm, you know, coming to the realization, you know, the, the whole thing about being a hypochondriac is eventually you're going to prove yourself right. You're like, oh, no, man, I think, oh, I think I got a tumor in my knee. You go to the doctor and say, no, you, you're fine. Someday you're going to go and you're going to have that and it is going to be a tumor because at some point we all get old, we all, our bodies break down. And we die, and we become dust and everything, and you know. But that negativity, that hypochondriac negativity, I realize I have that in lots of parts of my life. I have it in my professional life. I have it in my personal life. Oh, that person doesn't really... Oh, they're saying something nice, but they're full of shit. They don't really mean it. Oh, that person doesn't like me or love me. Oh, that, that client who works with me, they're just giving me work out of pity or they couldn't book who they wanted to book. Like, like seriously, like I have that voice and I don't know, maybe some of you have it. I have this voice that keeps saying, no, no, that that's, yeah, yeah, that's probably, that's probably really bad. Whatever you're thinking about, you know, even if someone does something good for you, that it's bullshit. There's a hidden agenda. And I realized that is part of my negativity bias. That is part of my cognitive distortion and if you, you know, you can look this stuff up, it's stuff we all have, it's, you know, we all focus on the negative. And I realized if I could just tell myself, to, if I could just not focus on that for a minute, suddenly, I, it, it doesn't make my life great, it doesn't make my day perfect or anything, but I will just suddenly go, oh man, this, you know, whatever it is. Uh, this thing is happening like this and I I don't have this, you know, anxiety about it. And suddenly I'll tell myself, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. My brain is lying to me. My brain is this, and I might be wrong. Sometimes maybe it will be negative, you know, but it's, it's like I flip that whole fucking thing on its head. And I'm always, it used to be, oh, I'm assuming negative. I'm assuming negative. I'm assuming negative. And then finally the negative thing is really happens. Even if the first nine out of 10 times, what I thought was really negative was not as negative as I thought. And especially in hindsight, sometimes I'll look back at things, conversations, relationships with people, work stuff, and not even realize how unnegative my thing was. Like, you don't even realize, like, you know, like Carly Simon, there's a nice old reference for for the old folk, um, used to say, these are the good old days, you know. And, you know, if someone's like, you know, 
in a war-torn zone or like their family just died in a car crash. You don't want to hear that shit. These are not the good old days. I'm fucking miserable now. But when you're not in the throes of some trauma, you, we all have a tendency to think, ah, you know, well, I'm going to be in the throes of a trauma someday. Yeah, you're right. That's it. The negativity bias is right. Ah, everything's about to fall apart. That's right. Second law of thermodynamics. Thermodynamics? Look it up. That it's an entropy thing that, you know, eventually everything spreads out and falls apart. And it's, it's the nature of not just us as humans and, and as animals, but it's the nature of the universe that anything in a, in a closed system will eventually break down. You know, it's, it's just why the circle of life and all that crap. So you're right. Your negativity bias is right. That's the counterintuitive thing. Is you, you can't, a lot of these motivational podcasts I was listening to was, oh, you got to stop thinking negative. Stop thinking negative. I'm going to say lean, don't lean into the negativity, but don't sit there and tell the negativity to shut up because the negativity just gets louder. So just don't just concentrate on the thing your brain is not telling you, like your ankle not being hurt, like your, you know, the fact that you can breathe, you're not drowning, you know, even though your body's, uh, you know, your negativity bias and your survival instincts say, oh, you better be careful because you might stop breathing someday. You are going to stop breathing someday. Don't tell yourself that it's just negative and it's wrong. It's not wrong. It's right. But it's not right right now. That's all I'm trying to tell you, people. But I could be wrong, and you shouldn't listen to me, because I'm full of shit, and I'm not a doctor, and I'm not a philosopher, and I'm just some guy on a mic. And this has been episode one of Useless Motivation. So remember, life is meaningless, so make the most of it. Please tune in next week. I will have an episode two. And I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to talk about. I'm sure it's going to suck, but it doesn't suck now. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Or good morning, whatever you're doing. And now, here comes the song that I started the podcast out with. called Sometimes You Just Fuck Up. It's by my band Astro Chicken. And I made this music myself. And I thought it was okay at the time. I didn't think it sucked. But it's a lot better than I realized. Just like most things in my life. All right. Peace out, y'all. And sometimes you just fuck up Yes you do